right then. Five seconds. I'll, I'll come in, shall I? Yeah, you do it. All right. Five seconds then. Hang on a burp. <laughs> right, no, I'm not. It's a false alarm. Okay, here we go. Stand down, everyone. It's a false alarm. <laughs> Stand down. <laughs> it's episode 32 of Pod'em Up, in which we discuss what we love about the 2019 indie gem, Sayonara Wild Hearts. We've also got a bit of news and incoming indie, and we talk about the games we've been playing this month. Episode 32. Hello. My name's Tibbs. My name's Ollie. And together we are Pod'em Up. Episode 32. 32? Yes. 32-bit. 32-bit, yes. I I, I miss bit in consoles, you know? Yeah, I don't know what bit we would be now. What bit? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. What bit are we now? Because the last one, the last console to tout its bits, as it were, um, was the, the Dreamcast, I think, wasn't it? 128. Yeah, 100. Yeah, 128. So I think after that they stopped. They stopped talking about bits, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I was thinking, well, they 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 don't proper bits, are they? I don't know. It goes like, my technical ability. Well, because the PlayStation Three, I think the cell processor was 64 was a 64-bit processor. Hmm. And the current crop of consoles are 64-bit processors. But they're obviously not the same 64-bit as a Atari Jaguar. No. So I I think, you know, I think it might have just been made up. Yeah, possibly. Like last processing. Yeah. Just like not a real thing, basically. Yeah. Well, apparently it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a sort of a thing, wasn't it? Last yeah, they could, they could like do, I don't know, like more colours on the screen or something. I think it was like a technique, something, wasn't it, just to to get a little bit more out of it? But it was like some. They, it was an exploit yeah. in in the in the hardware or something. They could by doing something, they could make it do things it wasn't designed to do, kind of thing. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So how's things? Um, yeah, I'm not bad, thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah. How are you? What have you been playing? Um, 
I don't really know, other than the the main game that we've been playing. Oh, I've been playing a bit of um, some of the odd Need for, Need for Speed games. I don't okay. know why. Um, I yeah. just I just suddenly had a hankering for some some Need for Speed. Uh, so I've been playing Hot Pursuit, the yeah. uh, two thousand and. Thirteen something, the not the original Hot Pursuit, and I think there was another one after that. It was the the most recent Hot Pursuit. It's quite good. Mm. Um, you know, you can sort of smash into cars and things. And it's a, a good good time, good time had by all. Um, and I've been playing Need for Speed: The Run as well, which is um, uh, it's pretty much the same sort of thing, really. Um, just drive really fast. Um, you know, screech around the corners. As you mm-hmm. as you want to do in these sort of games, um, it's quite good. I mean, it's very EA. Um, it feels very, I don't want to say soulless, but it, it feels very commercial and very yeah. very overproduced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're quite good fun. I don't know what don't know what put me onto that. Um, I've been playing. I don't know if I mentioned this on a, a previous show. Um, Part time UFO. Um, doesn't ring a bell. It's a little game. It's a like little mini game, really, on Switch. Uh, it's mm. on the eShop. Um, I don't think there's a physical version of it. It's by Howl Labs, I believe it was Howl Labs. Um, and you're you're basically a UFO. Uh, you know, sort of you fly down to the planet and uh, you take part-time jobs um, to earn a bit of cash. Um, so you're you use the fact that you're a UFO. And you've got like a little claw arm underneath. Um, you can help people lift stock onto the back of a lorry. Um, you can balance things if someone needs. Uh, there's a, a level where there's lots of cheerleaders and they want to build like a little human tower. Um, so you've got to pick up the cheerleaders with your little arm and sort of stack them on top of each other. And you know, do all that. Um, so it's kind of a physics puzzler. Or yeah, it? yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much a physics puzzler. Um, you could buy different hats for the for the UFO. Mm. Um, I haven't. I don't. I can't remember what the hats do. I think they probably give you some sort of extra ability of some kind, or you know, maybe you can balance things better if you're wearing a funny hat, uh, just like real life. Um, mm. It's really good. It's good. I'd say the music's a little repetitive, but yeah, it's it's really good good, good fun, really. Um, it's mm, it's nice. yeah, you fly about with the UFO. Um, apparently it's yeah. on uh on Android as well. Apparently, so yeah, sounds like a sort of appy kind of game as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how many games there are on the Switch um eShop and then because it, it seems like a whole universe in there. Yeah, isn't it? There's so many games coming out now. It's just. Uh, you know, little little things like that must be very hard for developers to get noticed. I was going to say, I do think, on the one hand, it's great that it's it's such a an open platform for indie developers. But on the other hand, yeah. I do think they need a little bit of quality control. There's a lot of rubbish yeah. on there. Oh honest. yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I tell you about that um, air hockey game I bought. No, on, you didn't. Know. It was on one of these sales. You, I think they've stopped them doing it now. But sometimes you, they could put our things on sale for like five p or like thirty p or something. Yeah, yeah. I've bought a couple of games for like seventy p or something. Yeah, like that. And very, very poor returns on those sort of purchases. <laughs> but I bought one yeah. that was air hockey because I thought, well, everyone loves air hockey. The mm-hmm. AI was so bad. The first game I played, I hit the the puck. At the 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 AI, and it didn't move. 
the puck hit it, bounced back, hit mine, bounced back, and it was just in an infinite loop of the puck just going there. I just put the controller down and just left it. It was there for, it, it was there for a good five minutes. Oh, dear. I thought, I'm glad I didn't pay more than that. I, th- I think it was something oh, ridiculous, yeah. like 50p. Is like, if I'm glad I didn't mm. pay more than that. The thing about that, when you get a dud like that, is it just it sits in your library yeah. then, doesn't it? It kind of it, it just torments you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you made the wrong choice with me. I'm just going to stay here forever. You will never forget. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, a little, a little bit of uh, quality control there wouldn't go amiss. But um, mm. I guess it's striking that right balance, and uh, you know, who's to say what you know what what a good game is and what a bad game is? But when you've got yeah. something that is arguably broken, like that it physically doesn't work <laughs> then you know have well especially as nintendo have always been into quality haven't they yeah you know back in the old days they wouldn't let any old rubbish get on their their consoles and now uh, apparently they do i suppose yeah <laughs> I don't know. now it's uh you know swung the doors open and everyone's invited yeah um yeah uh well, what there was one other game what, what's it i meant to talk about uh Stall for time for me. Stall for time when I th- remember. Okay. Um, so, weather's nice lately. Um, got a bit of hay fever. That's no good, is it? Um, yeah. I don't normally get bad hay fever, but this, this in the last week or so, I've just been sneezing non-stop. It's been a nightmare. Got it yet? Um, possibly, possibly, possibly. Okay. Well, we'll tell you what. I've only been playing one thing uh, this month, so I'll, I'll talk about that, and then if you remember it after that, we can get back to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one thing is obviously Battle and Wonderworld. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I love it. You know, I, I, I'm much the same position as I was with the demo. I thought I I've, I've, haven't quite finished it yet. I think I've got ten more Balan statues to go and find before I get the final boss, I think. So, um, yeah, I've, I've pretty much finished it, and it's um, I, I think it's really good, and I don't I just don't can't get my head around why I seem to be the only one. I mean, it's just it's I can bizarre. Only, I can only go by <laughs> I can only go by like reviews and own playthroughs I've seen. Um, yeah. They've withdrawn the demo now, haven't they? Um, Have they? Yeah, the the demo's been delisted. <laughs> oh right. So, um, yeah, I did. They obviously think it's given the the game a bit of a bad a bad name but um yeah so they've delisted the de- demo and people are concerned because apparently if you if you downloaded the demo you got some exclusive costumes to it that unlocked in the main game yes and yeah. now with the demo gone there's no way to get those costumes <laughs> so <laughs> they haven't announced you know if they're going to be available later or if they're going to put out a new demo but mm. um the one thing i did <laughs> i did watch a review and i thought this would drive me mad. Um, there's a, a costume you can get called Box Fox or Fox yeah. Box, yeah. and literally all it is is you will. It's a fox, and then at random intervals you turn into a box and you just slide along and you can't control anything. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know if that's supposed to be a joke or what, but it would drive me yeah, nuts. Fox box. And they, they showed footage of it, and like just at random intervals, just sliding, and you just go off the edge of the the, the level <laughs> or something. Yeah. It's like oh, I, I've got no I time know. for it. I don't know what that's for. I must be honest. I don't know what the fox box costume is for. Luckily, it's quite hidden away, and you don't really seem to need it for anything. So you can just get it and then change to something else. You don't. It's not like an issue that persists throughout the whole game or anything. Yeah, okay. To be fair, 
But um, no, I just I, I love the creativity in the whole game. You know, I love the worlds. I love the characters. The bosses look incredible. You know, it's it's Oshima that is you know it's on his top form basically. Um, the music's really nice. I mean, I can this there's certainly flaws I could I can find with it, but none of them really stop me from enjoying it. To be honest, I so, think well, that that's another thing. I remember one of the... Re- I can't remember... I'd, I'd shout out whichever YouTuber it was I watched, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, they said the story, the the plot and everything, isn't really explained in the game. And to really understand the characters and what's going on and the motivations of the, the bad guy and everything, you need to buy the ebook that they've also released, and that's where all the story is. Oh, okay. No, um, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I mean... I I don't know. I, from an out from an outside observer, it sounds a little bit iffy. Well, but, I don't think that, that you can you can quite happily play it without understanding the story. I mean, it's not that's not an issue really. I don't think. No. Like, no, no, not at all. I mean, it's not. It's, there's no like dialogue in it or anything. It's just it's just levels. I mean, the basic idea, as far as I understand it, is that you you've got you play as a kid who's been for for whatever reason I don't I, this will sound vague but honestly it doesn't seem to bother me really but you, you get transported to this I kind of dream knights like world with this knights like character and you encounter various people that have problems in their lives and there's something about negative forces coming into their life that manifest as creatures that you have to destroy and each level represents a character and then by completing those levels on the boss at the end, it gets rid of their negative thoughts and feelings and their problem resolves itself. That's basically, that's the basic thing that I got took away from it. But, you know, hmm. it's there, it's there, take it or leave it, you know, it's yeah. not really an issue. Anyway. I would say I love the, you know, from what I've seen, the... Um the the animation and the video segments and stuff are really well done. Oh, they're beautiful, yeah. They they're beautiful. Really well yeah, done. yeah. yeah. Um, the the look of the whole game is is stunning, and I, I think it just, I think it plays really well as well. It, I think, I mean, I haven't looked at reviews. I, all I've done, I kept myself away from reviews for it because I wanted my opinions to be my own. You know, I didn't want them to infiltrate my enjoyment of the game. So I, just just because I knew we were going to discuss it, I just had a quick look at some uh, how it was doing. Mm. Obviously, it wasn't doing very well today. But the the review thing is a, a separate issue on its own. Have you been following the controversy of that? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> well, initially, it it got quite, I would say, lukewarm to negative reviews from most people. But yeah. then suddenly, places like Metacritic and uh, anywhere that accepted user reviews suddenly got flooded with loads of ten out of ten reviews. <laughs> With really broken English uh, oh, reviews, God. like, uh, yes, uh, an egregious and brilliant game, best platform this gen. And, <laughs> uh, like, what, what's an egregious game? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there, there was, a, you know, um, accusations and theories that someone may have been trying to tip the balance in the favour of positive reviews a little bit artificially. Um, far be it Sounds from me like to, you know, to actually level an accusation at, at anyone. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's certainly an odd, an odd occurrence. Okay. 
Well, I mean, look, I've been not I not been aware right. of any of this, and as a game in itself, I've I've really liked it. You know, it's just for me, it's not perfect, but I think it's a solid four out of five for me. You know, I think it looks okay. Um, I'm probably I don't think I'm in a particular rush to pick it up. No, I mean it is quite pricey as yeah, it is. Yeah, I was going to say I. I don't know if it's a, like a full price. Oh, that's the other game. I, I, I remembered it now. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a, a full price um, release. It's not worth like AAA prices, I don't think. Um, it's. It, I think it would have done a lot better if it was around the sort of budget £25, £30 kind of I, range. I th- Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I bought it for full price because I... I I expected to like like it, and I wanted to support it, and I'm glad I did. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're on the fence about it, then yeah, it is a steep price. So certainly, I agree with that. Someone on YouTube summed it up quite well. I think they they were right. They said if it was an indie release, we'd, no one would probably be, really be that upset by it, and they wouldn't be talking about yeah. it as much. It's the fact that it's got two such big names attached to it. I think expectations yeah. were probably a bit too high. You know, people were expecting so, yeah. something on the same level as, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, yeah. And that was Which never really going to happen. No, no. And I think, yeah, I think maybe people had their expectations set a little bit too high and whatever they came out with was not really going to satisfy people. I think mm. there might be something to that. I wonder if it's almost a case of genre mix-up because when I played the demo, I took away from the fact that this is a collectathon rather than a, a, a sort of a straight linear platformer. Yeah. Because it's a collectathon master the linear platformer in a way and set up like one. But the real joy is getting costumes from new levels, going back to old old levels, almost Metroidvania style, and and getting the statues that you need to get to progress through the game using the new costumes. And I find that gameplay loop really rewarding. Mm. Um, but if you're looking at it as a straight um, linear platformer with annoying bits where you have to go and backtrack and get statues, I can see why it might fall short a little bit. Although... Uh, I still think even that it it still holds up fairly well. It's not like a disaster. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm aware I'm in the minority. <laughs> um I don't, and it's not the first time, you know, I am a Sonic fan. I've been through the mill many many times on this. But it's it, you know. That's just my opinion. And I'm going to write a full steam review on it because it could probably do with it. Um uh, so yeah. Yeah, I I mean, from what I've seen of it, there's nothing there extraordinarily bad. I don't think it's, don't you know, know, when you think no. of other games that have come out, you know, that have been absolutely atrocious. Um, it's, mm. it's not like Ride to Hell Retribution or something like that, you know, where, you know, all that, what's that big rigs over the road racing where there's not even any collision detection, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's nowhere near that. You know, at, no. at the worst, it's going to be a game that you don't like very much. It's not anything more yeah. egregious than that, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, at the worst, it's just an okay game. Yeah, that's, I think yeah. that's the worst you could say about it. You know, yeah, if you weren't particularly wowed by, you know, the idea that it's going for and the visuals and the, the you know the creativity behind it. I'll tell you what, though, I was very almost swayed to pick it up mm. just by the fact that um, apparently it comes with a little ticket in the box. Um, uh, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I've just got the PC version. Uh, I know that the um, 
you know, like the Switch and the, the base console, but it doesn't run very well, and I'm, I'm not going to excuse that. I mean, that... But it comes with a little ticket. I, I'm a sucker for little trinkets like that. You stick oh, a yeah, li- sure. You stick yeah. a little ticket in something, it could be it could be absolutely dross, but <laughs> if it's got a little ticket in there... Oof. I'll tell you what, uh, do, do, we spoke about carrying a little while ago, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... I got the I ordered the physical version from I think it was Special Reserve Games and they gave mm-hmm. you the download code so you could play it before you actually got the physical one. Yes, I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah. The physical one came. Um mm-hmm. really nice. Came with I don't know if they advertised this, I forgot about it if they did. Little squishy version of the monster. Oh, lovely. Little That's little really rubbery cool. little gummy thing. Yeah, great. I was really pleased when I opened that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other game I was playing was Hitman Three. Oh, brilliant. Okay. It's good. Bit short, but good. Oh, okay. Yeah, brilliant. I I keep meaning to get round to uh, one of them anyway. I think I've got both now, just like uh, as as downloads. Um, I keep meaning to get round to one of them. Yeah, you should. They're they're, they're Mm. good fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy it because I played the demo of... I can't remember if it was one or two now, but I, I did enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. News. Just a couple of things in the in the news. Ooh, yeah. Um, I saw that PlayStation um, went back on their uh, their plans to remove the um, PS3 and Vita stores. Yeah, I think so, that was the right decision. I think so, definitely. You yeah. know, I think I don't think they were quite expecting the the backlash. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's Jim Ryan, isn't it, the CEO at the moment? And I think he was the, he's famously the one who, he was asked about backwards compatibility and he said, no one wants it. And he said, he went to a mm. um, a Gran Turismo event and they they were showing off like Gran Turismo 6 or Sport or whatever the new one was. And as part mm. of the event, they had all the old ones set up. Um, and yeah. he looked at the Gran Turismo on the original PlayStation and and said, look at it why would anyone want to play that you know so i wouldn't if that is genuinely his stance and that's not just you know <laughs> pr spin to make the new one look all singing or dancing if mm. that's his genuine opinion i'm not surprised that he took a look no. at the ps3 store and it's, oh, well, who wants to play these ps3 games get rid of it oh no see that is a, if that is his opinion then that is a dangerous man mm. With a lot of power there for in terms of video game preservation because yeah and it, it it does stack up because they they really haven't been that bothered about you know preserving previous generations of PlayStation on the current one not really I mean not, not I mean lagging behind Xbox in that regard because um you know you can play Xbox original some Xbox original games on the Series X I believe can't you you can scaled up and everything yeah you can I don't consider that proper backwards compatibility though because you can't no. just, you can't just put the disc in and have it play no you put no, the no, disc in are... and then it downloads like a version so i, I oh I, yeah there are caveats yeah, yeah I, I, for my personal you know what i consider backwards compatibility but you're right at, at least at this moment in time you can put a disc in and have mm-hmm. it download a version of the game that you could play um yeah. which you can't can't do on playstation playstation 5 has PS4 compatibility, apparently. Yes. Um, but it, I've been told it's a little bit flaky as well. Like, oh, The really? Last of Us, if you play The Last of Us, um, mm. I think they've patched it now, but originally it wouldn't render any water. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. And there's a lot of water in that game. 
<laughs> so, you know, um, it's not perfect, mm. but no one's mm. got a PS5 anyway, so I don't suppose it matters. No, that's right. You, you can't get them for love nor money. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it's the right decision to. Um, to reverse it because uh, yeah. there were some various articles going around where they, they said that we could be up to 2,000 titles that would be lost if they closed, closed mm. the stores which is you know that's it's shocking isn't it it is shocking really mm. so well I mean they've probably they got to take them down at some point I expect because, um, that's trouble that's the trouble with digital they'll, they'll distribution just, isn't it yeah well they'll um, they'll try it again in a, in a couple of years probably and see and, and just test it again I reckon but yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. I mean, they they won't keep them up forever. Sooner or later, no. they're going to close. I mean, you can't get on the original Xbox Live anymore. That you know that closed down. I don't think it'll be long before the 360 you know loses access to Xbox Live. Yeah. You know, all these things are you know all these online services and cloud services, and you know it's all transient. You know, you got to mm. no physical media. Or DRM free downloads that you can back up yourself. Yeah, that's right. That's the way forward. That's the way forward. Uh, if you, you know, you want to give me a job, Jim, um, Jim Ryan, uh, <laughs> just email us, put them up. You could give me chief digital strategy man job. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> just keep us updated if you if you get the uh, if you get the email, won't you? Yeah. Oh well. Um, other other quick little bit. Um, Knuckles. Knuckles in um, Sonic Movie 2. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's a quick one. Knuckles. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. <in> mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I've um, not seen Sonic... that at all. No, I've not seen Oh, yeah. That. Well, Sonic Movie 2 is being filmed at the moment. Yeah. And they have these models of the characters that go in the scene so that they can take a picture of them and check the lighting in uh, in, the, in the environment, mm-hmm. you know, so they can got something to base their renders off of and apparently there seems to be no security there whatsoever people are just taking pictures left right and center and they've seen sonic tails and knuckles models lined up there ah. and um the knuckles looks really good he looks um you know pretty on model looks quite sort of beefy and intimidating and um yeah it's quite oh, exciting good yeah mm. i like the sonic yeah. movie i i really did i enjoyed it um yeah, i, yeah. I yeah, wasn't so sure about tails at the end though because i i they kind of made Sonic. Once you got used to it, especially with the new design, he did kind yeah. of fit with the world, didn't he? He, did, he yeah. didn't seem yeah. out of place. But Tails kind of did a little bit at the end. So I, I'd be interested to see how he how it is when he's interacting with people and things. Yeah. Yes, would be interesting. Yeah. He also sort of zipped off with the same kind of speed that that Sonic has. Yeah. Which in the games is kind of true. But it kind of, you know, they they make a really big deal out of Sonic Speed in that movie, mm. and for Tails to just come in and and do that as well. I mean, I don't know. It seems a bit odd. A bit inconsistent, it? yeah. A bit inconsistent, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm pleased to see Knuckles. There, there was um there was talk of um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, voicing Knuckles potentially uh, <laughs> at one point. I don't know if that's gonna. I can't imagine go, that. Go ahead. But then again, we've got Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, so you never know. I mean, it's, it's That's true. Well, I mean, that was the best part of the film, personally. I, uh, I, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he made that film, really. But um, Yeah. I, I don't know. He's, he's, he's got range, hasn't he, The Rock? So. Oh, yeah, he can do it, know. yeah. Mm. Scorpion King? Yeah. It's not, not even a real scorpion, but he did it. That's no, he wasn't a scorpion, though, no. So, yeah. 
No, no, no. It was all CGI, wasn't it? He wasn't, you know. He, yeah, he wasn't. Quite... But I mean, apparently, but... he spent six weeks as living as a scorpion in the desert. Yeah, yeah. That, supposedly, yeah. That's the, the room. Ground. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> 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 Stupid. Okay. Um. Right. <laughs> um. I've got a quick incoming indie. If you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. See right. Incoming indie. Okay. Um. It's coming out on the thirtieth of April. It's called Battle Axe. Battle Axe. By renowned pixel artist Henk Nieborg. Nieborg. Um. He did Flink. Adventures of Lomax, some of the Shantae games. Very, very good pixel artist. Oh, Adventures, he's doing uh, a, Adventures um, of Lomax, the Lemmings platformer thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, so he's doing a, this top-down arcade sort of hack-and-slash with a fantasy theme kind of game, sort of gauntlet-like. Um, it's published by Numskog Games, so it's getting mm. a physical for Switch and PS4. Oh, good. Um, also on Xbox One and Steam. So it's yeah, it's, it looks really nice actually. It's just it's just very simple sort of arcadey. I, I only saw it this week actually, but it caught my eye. It looked quite nice. Um, so yeah, just check it out. It's called Battle Axe. Yeah, we'll check that out because yeah, um, yeah, Lomax yeah. had some gonna, really nice sprite work in it. Yeah, lovely. If you're going to Google it, obviously put Battle Axe game. Otherwise, you'll just get information about what a battle axe is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not not really that interesting. No. No. There must be an advantage in naming your game something that doesn't already exist. Oh, right? yeah. Because if you just call it something that... Something you know, generic. Yeah. Watering can or whatever, you know. It's not going <laughs> to <laughs> I was trying to think of a random object, and for some reason that's the first one that came to my head. Watering can. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking... Something gardeny, something yeah, yeah watering, can. watering can does a job, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does yeah. Oh, I would love if if we ever managed to hold if we held like a bottom up game jam, mm. I would love for the theme to be watering can and just see what yes. people came up with. I think you could do a lot with watering can actually because you, you know could. it's a yeah. you know put out fires with it. You could. <laughs> <laughs> Make rivers to ride down. I don't know. You know, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Let's put it out there now. The bottom, the first ever bottom up game jam. Yeah, yeah. Whoever first wins is first prize can. is an actual watering can. Yeah, that's right. Bottom up emblazoned on the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. I will draw a bottom up on it. Mm, a bottom up. Yeah. A bottom up. <laughs> Right, should we... Should <laughs> the show's going off the rails today, isn't it? <laughs> okay, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going yeah. on. Um, so, Sayonara Wild Hearts is our um, book of the month. Book of the, book of the month? Game book of the month. month in the book club. We're going to start again. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll cancel this. We'll start recording from scratch. <laughs> start, start Episode 32 again. of Bottom Up. Anyway, we're okay. coming back after this. Please stick around. We're, we're, not, we're not always this terrible. Um, listen to some nice music from the game, and uh, we're coming right back after it. Video Game Book Club. 
We're back. Sayonara Wild Hearts is the game that we're talking about. Yes. It was developed by Swedish developer Simogo, published by Annapurna Interactive in uh, September 2019 for Switch, PS4, Mac, OS, and iOS, uh, December 2019 for Windows, and February 2020 for Xbox One. It's uh, downloadable for about £10. Um, it's received a general physical release on Switch and PS4 as well for about 15, 20 quid, something like that. Yeah, about 15 quid, something Yeah. Um, so this is this is a really interesting game. This um, It's a short, sort of surreal, auto-running game uh, with simple movement controls and rhythm-based mechanics set across 23 levels to a pop music soundtrack. Um, similar to the synesthesia gameplay found in Res, the pacing of the level design and quick-time events matches the level's background music to the point where the game has been described as an album that you can play along to. Yeah. Did you say that's I fair? Think that, yeah, I think that's a fair... I think that's a good way to describe it, really. Mm. So where did you first encounter this game? Um, I can't remember. I, I know uh, there's a guy I follow on Twitter. Um, he does another podcast, uh, Two Good Boys. Um, mm. I... I very adult humour on that podcast, so okay. um, not, not one like for the children to listen to. Oh mm. no, not not like us good boys. No. Um, uh, but one of the the guys who presents the show, uh, he goes by at Nightmare Mode Go on Twitter, I believe. Okay. Um, and he was tweeting about ages ago, back when it f- first came out. Um, and he's usually he's got pretty good tasting games, so if he mm. says something's good, I mm. pay attention, have a have a little look at it. Um, and it, yeah, I looked at some screenshots and stuff, and then sort of forgot about it for a bit, and then then I bought it. Um, mm. And it's really good. Yeah, it's um, it's a. I think it's a really interesting mix of kind of modern indie visual style and mm. sort of very traditional, very simple arcade, really really fun gameplay. Yeah, which is what kind of struck me about it really, because it's sort of very simple shaded polygons very kind of limited color palette in each level mostly sort of purples and pinks and things and all the characters are kind of silhouette so it, there, there's a few games around that have been released in the last few years that kind of look similar but it, it, it's just the gameplay that is it's really really engrossing isn't it it I is it. yeah mm. i would say personally that the music is the main the main event for me. The gameplay okay. I, w- I would put second. Ah, right. Um, okay. I re- that's why I think when you s- you know when it was described as an album that you can play, I think mm. that that sort of resonates with me as a description for it because that's kind of how I felt about it. Yes. Um, yeah. You know the gameplay is good. It's is you know it is very good. Um, I wouldn't say it's the star of the show though. Okay. Personally. Oh right, interesting. I think I I would, um, just because I love that kind of really quick, reflexive, you know, kind of just running and dodging stuff kind of gameplay very, very quickly. But yeah, the the way that blends with the soundtrack and sort of the things like the vibration in your controller Mm. to react to every single thing that you're doing, the kind of the quick time events that pop up that you have to do and they come in time with the music it's all extremely um what's the word immersive you know? it is yeah very immersive mm. it is very reminiscent of res as well like, yes like, it is you know, yeah. it says it does have you know it, completely different styles of 
approaches to the game, I think. But you can definitely see the sort of the the lineage there. I think the DNA and inspiration of of Res yeah. is definitely in there. Yeah. So, did you understand the story? Um, apparently not. No, apparently not for me either. Apparently not. I thought I did, but it turns out I thought it was just I thought it was just like a a woman who was upset, like probably a breakup or something. Yeah. And she did. It was. I don't know. I assumed it was some sort of metaphor for getting over a breakup. Um, yeah. But apparently it's not. Apparently it's about about coming out. But I don't know. Oh, is it? I didn't. I didn't know. That. I haven't got that written down either. Is yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get that from it at all. But no, I thought it was a woman who, because it's at the beginning of the game. It says this, this woman's had her heart broken. Yeah. Um, I assumed she was fighting all her like ex lovers, like you know, each of the oh, five. Yeah, it could be. We'll go into it, but there's basically five kind of boss characters throughout the the whole the twenty three levels. Um, and I, f- I figured that each one of those was represented uh, like an, an ex-partner of hers that she had to sort of defeat to get over. But no, it's not that at all. Basically, I'm taking this straight out of Wikipedia. Okay. So, in an alternative universe, watched over by three divine arcana of the tarot, it's all about tarot cards because you it see a lot of that. It is very tarot-y. Yeah, and, and the characters are, sort of are based on characters from tarot cards. Um, so a cursed arcana named Little Death and her allies, the Dancing Devils, the Howling Moons, the Stereo Lovers and the and Hermit 64, stole all harmony and hid it in their hearts. Before the Divine Arcana began to fade, they created a heroine from the shards of a broken heart. Um, in a time near the present, there is a young woman whose heart has been violently broken. The heroine that Divine Arcana created transforms into a butterfly and flies to the young woman who is resting in bed. The butterfly transports her to the alternate universe. Riding her longboard along an ethereal highway, she chases the butterfly, and upon capturing it, she transforms into a masked heroine. Um, and then, assuming control of the heroine, you must defeat each of the allies and Little Death in turn and just restore the harmony sealed in their hearts. Uh, so I didn't get that. <laughs> I <don't laughs> no, I did. <laughs> no, I, I didn't get that at all. No, I, I assumed you know it was. Like I say, or metaphorical. I assumed it was like inner demons or something like that. Yeah, like, I think perhaps we thought it was deeper than it actually kind of is. <laughs> kind of is. Yeah, maybe. I mean that kind of that kind of lines up with um, with what you see in the game, I suppose. But I think it's just the the way the visuals work. Yeah, I kind of assumed it was kind of more metaphorical than it is. Um, I mean, that's just what I it said mean, on Wikipedia. I don't know. Maybe there's different interpretations I of mean, it. I mean, she copes with it well. I mean, if a butterfly yeah. came to you, you know, what you're lying in bed, butterfly comes up and says, listen, we got little death acting the goat over here. I'm going to have to put you into an alternate universe and you're going to have to, you know, ride a bike and yeah. hit them. <laughs> yeah. But I got you things know, to do. I got a full day tomorrow. Say, no, I've got most a, of people be like, "Listen, I got to be up in the morning." Yeah, I, I'd my like boss to is going to go spare. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's not like I don't want to help, but yeah, you know, you just picked the worst possible time for this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but she she doesn't complain once, does she? she no, just she doesn't. On, no, gets on I think with she, it. to be fair, she's pretty low. So you know, it, it, it can't get any worse for her. So I feel, yeah, I might as well have a go. You know, I suppose. Why not? I mean, yeah. I'd, I, if I was feeling pretty low, I'd be even less receptive to an ethereal butterfly than I would okay, be at the best of enough. times. But everyone's different. You know, everyone's <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah. You, you never know how you're going to deal with that situation until it crops up. True, true. But it's good. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. Anyway, 
yeah, I, I was reading. I was reading the thing. So apparently, it's all about. It's all, all uh, again a metaphor about um, coming out as as LGBT. But mm. I, I I didn't get that at all. So no, I didn't get that. To be fair, but I didn't get um, any of what you just said either. So no. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit up in the air. Um. So anyway, yeah, they they're, they're all based on tarot cards. Apparently, all these characters. Um. So they they exist throughout the 23 levels it's kind of broken up into five groups that are kind of bookmarked by a heartbreak level aren't they? It's heartbreak one two three four um these kind of take place in like a weird kind of um subspace kind of thing and then they go into different levels usually sort of cities but they've got different color schemes and things and then throughout the, those batches of levels you will kind of do a lot of running a lot of riding on a motorbike it's all kind of um auto running so you don't have to you've got no accelerate thing you've just got to move left and right sometimes up and down if you transform into like a, a flying thing sometimes and just the the one button for the, the the any qtes that pop up and that's it and i love the simplicity of those controls you know it's just yeah, yeah and because it transforms quite a lot throughout the game into various other kind of almost various other genres sometimes you know, later on in the game, you'll get a bow, and then it becomes kind of a um, an on-rails shooter, almost, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I was going to say, it's, it, the whole game feels very on-rails, but not... Yeah. Yeah, it's not always a sh- an on-rails shooter, but it's got that kind of, like, you're being led along a path. And you, you're you being know, led along a, a path. Yeah. You're, yeah, there's 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 no kind of free will to move around. No. So if you're one of those people that loves full control over stuff and being able to move around maybe it's not the game for you but it's kind of a, a journey to be taken on um much like the album i suppose because you don't choose where you go in the album you just go along with the flow yeah and i i, I really like that you know because i'm obviously a sonic fan and it's the gameplay reminded me of sonic in a lot, a lot of ways 3d sonic anyway i gotta uh, say yeah kind of the the rush stages yeah the um whatever they call them the you know the yeah just sort of whenever he's like running sort of auto running almost and but this is done really really well i almost think the sonic team could take a you know a leaf out of this book because it's there's just something so smooth about it and so simple and you know just just reacting to things really quickly very very satisfying gameplay mm. i'm bad at it are you pretty bad at it yeah I'm, yeah i i well when you get hit by something you just kind of go back uh, just a few seconds usually and the music goes back with you so yeah. it's always in time with the action which i, which I quite liked um but yeah i did get hit quite a lot in, in places yeah. yeah i don't think i like even when i thought i was doing really well you know there'd mm. be times where I, I thought well, I'm, I'm in the zone with this this is great i've done really well at the mm. end you know i sit there oh here we go and it goes Bronze medal. I was like, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I got everything. Yeah. I think it's down to how many of the little collectibles you get, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. you'll get... They're, they're scattered throughout the whole level. I think they're little hearts, are they? I think they're... Yeah, I, I think they're like little stylized hearts, aren't they? Like the logo. The, yeah. Yeah. So you pick... Yeah, you'll pick them up and then you'll just get scored based on that, really. So it's really kind of score attacky as well. Very sort of traditional kind of... This is your score for this level. Yeah, like you and say, it's good, just old school arcadey, really, in that yeah. sense, isn't it? I, I, it's one of those games that you don't get a lot of these days, where it's you want to play the levels again. Yeah, you know, like a lot of games, they're so big, you kind of you you play a level, you play the next one, and you never really 
particularly want to go back to any previous one just because it's not that kind of game you know like um like personally mario i never really go back to the levels in mario but i always do in sonic if i enjoyed it and the same is true of this it's just a, a fun thrilling ride and even if it's just you play the same thing again it doesn't change uh you just want to go back to it because there are certain levels, particularly when when you really encounter the bosses, and it's almost like a boss fight throughout the whole level. I, some of those I just kept coming back to just because they're so fun. Mm. You know. What do you think of the music? Oh uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, it's not usually my type of thing, but I think because it blends with the gameplay so well, I think it, it really, really works in the game it's... with the visuals and the, the gameplay. I think it's. It's very much my kind of thing. I re- okay. I really like it. I t- yeah. I listen to the the soundtrack regularly outside of playing the game. Oh, um, okay. It's in regular rotation on yeah on my iPod and oh yeah, it's really good. I don't dislike it at all. No, know, it's, it's amazing. Um, it, it's it's yeah. it's just so good for a, a video game soundtrack. Consider it was made just for the the game. Um, yeah. I would say if. If anyone who has listened to this, if you want to get an idea of what kind of thing it's like, it's sort of electro-pop. I'd say if you like churches or chromatics or Caravan Palace. Is that that the the French group Caravan? I don't know. You're asking the wrong man here. I'm terrible with like bands and things. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a French sort of electro swing band, Car- uh, Caravan Palace. Um, it's okay. all kind of that kind of electro-y, yes. upbeat, mostly upbeat. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just really good. It's just really. I, they should release it as an album. Like a Have CD. they not released it as an album? I, I oh, you can get it as like a one of those little digital download from yeah. from Steam. You can buy the soundtrack there. But I want a, I want a nice album. I want a CD. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think they did a vinyl release, but you know, I I want a CD. No one, no yeah. one releases CDs anymore. No, they don't. I've never I've never been into vinyl ever. I don't own any vinyl whatsoever. Do you own vinyl? I got a couple. Um, yeah. I've I've got a turntable somewhere. It's not set up. It's not something I regularly use. I kind of like vinyl just for the, because uh, I used to listen to vinyl a lot when I was a kid, because I had a mm. hand-me-down record player. Um, mm. So it's kind of like a nostalgia thing more than anything. But um, I'm gonna put everyone's nose out of joint by saying CDs just sound better. To be honest, <laughs> that's the fact. Yeah, of it. it's just a superior yeah. technology. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, no argument from me. Yeah. There you go. That's how far. Yeah. If we, there's any audio files in in oh, in yeah. our audience, um, they've just turned off right now. Yeah, yeah they've they've just on our. I'll tell you what. On our um, stats thing, where you can see the listeners, if they're listening on Spotify, you can see exactly where they listened and didn't listen. Oh, can you? To our to each show oh, so we may we may see a sudden drop there you know <laughs> at about the 50 minute mark <laughs> oh we're gonna have to experiment with that yeah <laughs> that's brilliant no right not listening to these guys anymore yeah, that's that done screw them yeah yeah but yes but it yeah is it's, a great, it's, is a great it's such a i can't emphasize enough how good a soundtrack it is um yeah. 
yeah, I think we know um, which game is going to get the, uh, the the audio award in the bottom. Oh, it's uh, done and dusted. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely yeah. done and dusted. Um, yeah. No one else has got a chance. Nick. Not a chance. Um, like the, the uh, I think it's the first track in the game. Begin again. Um, yeah, I love it. It's so good. Yes, it, that that's my favourite one. Yeah, yeah. and mm. Dead of Night is is another one, and that uh, mm, oh, Chef's Kiss. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Very, very good. I also liked um, the Claire de Lune, the classical piece yeah, that they yeah, had yeah. near the beginning. I love that classical piece. It's beautiful. And it's a really nice version of it there as well. Yeah. Do you know who who made the album? Like, I don't. Yeah, I, do you know what? I meant to write it down and I didn't. Um, we should probably credit them, shouldn't we? Yeah, I, about it so I did look them up, um, you know, so, back okay. when I first played it, because I, I wanted to know if it, if it was like a band who, who did other things, you know, because I wanted to like buy their album. Um, yeah. But I don't think it. I think it's it's in house at the developers or you know mm. a sound well, studio they contracted. I don't think it's like an actual. It's, band. it's in Wik- It's on the Wikipedia. I saw it the other day. I'm going to find it. Oh, here we go. So. The game score was composed by Daniel Olson and Jonathan Eng with vocals by Linnea Olson. So there you go. It's kind of a collaboration with different people, I think. Yeah. Mm. So Good there you go. That's the people who made this uh, this lovely soundtrack. Yeah. Lovely set of pipes on her. Mm. Brilliant. Um, so I just wanted to touch on a couple of the the kind of the levels that are in there that I really liked. There's the one where you encounter like the two twins. Yes. And they do the clicking fingers thing where it's you're going along a path and every time they click their fingers it um switches between a different set of obstacles that are in front of you you know that level yeah. i really like that idea because you at the same time as dodging the obstacle that's right in front of you now you have to look ahead while you can to see what's coming and then when they click it all disappears but you know that once you get past these obstacles they're going to click again it's going to be right in your face so you've got to remember where it's coming yeah. and then dodge. And I thought that was a really, really cool it idea. It is really cool. Yeah, and I also liked the where it goes all sort of retro gamey. Yes. The in the guy's um, VR helmet. So you'll 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 encounter this guy who's got a VR helmet. He turns you into a cartridge that he puts into the helmet, and then you're you're first of all it's like a sort of a first person three D thing where you're falling through these blocks that go on and off. And then it's kind of almost like a top-down asteroids kind of style thing where you're dodging. To it all takes place in two on a two D screen on his VR helmet. Um, it's really cool. Just the, the way it constantly changes up. It's always just basically moving around, but the way it changes it up is really clever. Yeah, it's really good. So um, I, I I don't know what else we can say about it. It's a fairly sort of simple game. It's it's very short as well. It's only about an hour, hour and a half, something yeah, like that. Really. Yeah. Well, it's an album length, literally, really. It's an album, yeah, it, it is. I think there's a few sort of incidental kind of themes. Some of the levels are quite short, aren't mm. they? Um, so I think there's just, you know, not not every level has a full sort of vocal track in it, but the main ones yeah. do. But yeah, it's one of those games that you just, you play, it doesn't take you long, but you'll, you'll want to return to it because it's just so fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah. Yeah, like I say, I mean, I've been listening to it regularly since I finished playing the game. So even when I'm not playing it, I'm still going back to it as as yeah. a standalone album. So, yeah, I, mm. can, I can't recommend it enough.
Gold rank. So, what are we going to be playing next month, Dibs? I've been planning this one for a while. We're going to be playing Poiny's Point on PS2. Oh, you've mentioned this yes. before. Yeah, Poiny's Point. Poiny's Point. Okay. Remind me of what this is. <laughs> it's it's very difficult to describe. Um, <laughs> basically, you're a boy who lives in Jellytown, and okay. you have a poin, which is like a ball that sticks to you, but you've got a magic poin that's also alive, and you've got to... Find other points, different coloured points, to throw at people mm. to change their emotions in order to solve puzzles and things. So okay. you might have someone. You, you I'd say there's someone uh, stood by a barrier. You need to you need to get through the barrier. You throw a few points at them, make them angry. They'll smash through the barrier. Mm. But then you need to calm them down. So you threw a few points at them. Make them calm again, otherwise they might attack you. And there's okay. giant eclairs that are walking about as well, and tiny little eclairs. So that, that's what we're playing. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is this by the guy that did Katamai Damascus? No, it's not. But it's, that it's something else. Okay. We were talking about this in re in relation to a developer, weren't you? I'm trying to. I think. can't remember when, when we brought it up. I saw it on. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a YouTube channel, Did You Know Gaming, and they covered it on uh, retro games that were never released because it's it uh, never released to outside of Japan. It's a Japan-only game, but it is fully in uh, voiced in English and text in English as well. So it, it okay. looks like it was planned to be to get an international release at some point. Until I right. imagine some corporate executive over here looked at it and said, "I don't know what this is." I, I don't, I don't understand, understand what this on. is. I'm not putting this out. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. So, if this is Japan only, can I play it easily enough? Um, you've got a beefy PC, haven't you? You could probably emulate it. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, RetroArch is just standard a PS2 core, actually. The, um, P what's the PS2? PSX2? 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 Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that, isn't it? And yeah, that cause in the retro arts now, so I'm, I've been meaning to give that a go, actually. So this is a good reason to do so. Yeah, um, yeah so okay, so that sounds interesting. I'll, um, I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> seeing... I can't even imagine visually what that looks like. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a trip. Huh? <laughs> it's 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 something else. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it, I think it's a very bottom-up game. So we'll... Yeah, sounds we'll it, definitely. Okay, I think we'll have some fun talking cool. about that. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, that, that about wraps it up uh, somewhat early, um, but, you know... It is speak. a short show, um, uh, considering how shambolic it's been. It's um, it's just... Yeah, I mean, I, I'll have cut a lot of the shambol shambolism out, but we've been particularly off-form uh, this <laughs> this month. Well, you know, maybe <laughs> off-form. Maybe we've just found our stride. You know, maybe we just yeah. That's true. I mean, it's it's been entertaining, yeah. if nothing else. Yeah. You say that. Yeah. You say that. Maybe it's been entertaining to us. It's like when you go to a party, probably, like two people in the corner, they're yeah. cracking each other up, and everyone else is just like, "What? Who invited What's going those?" On? Yeah, probably the reason I'll have cut most of it out. Yeah. But you know, cool. There we go. Anyway, um, 
yeah so uh, podumup at gmail.com is our yes. email address um, we're at podumup on mm-hmm. twitter um, and uh, podumup.live is our little website um, yeah if I can emulate it I might maybe I'll um, stream it on twitch.tv slash podumup yes you know, I hope know. you do because that would be good I would, lo- I would love to see your first impressions okay. of this so that would be good <laughs> alright I'll try and, I'll try and uh, set that up Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's episode thirty-two done and dusted. Yeah, then. Um, yeah. We will see you next month. Um, have a a nice month. Until then, yes. Ha- happy month. Happy month. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>